hello guys and welcome sorry about the delay first of all it was the last minute drop glad that the patch notes were here for the podcast so we could talk about it but welcome to episode eight of the hsbg podcast is going to be a good one we've got the quill board patch finally being released and we're going to talk about it get ready strap into your seats you know and oh right shady is also here (laughs) cool boards cool boards no no but seriously our our great friend shady buddy our co-host constantly here to provide that excellent insight that he always does so it's gonna be a great time thank you for joining us today thank you for having me as always So, you know, I have been, you know, trying to get the topics done. This is going to be a doozy. It's almost three times as long as my normal uh, topic amount. So, you know, get get ready for this one. But we always start with the Battlegrounds overview. How was your week, uh, Shady? Great week, to be honest. Got my uh, third account on 14K. So NAU and then another one on EU. Just feel super comfortable with the game here. Yeah, well, I mean, get ready for that shakeout, right? But uh, yeah, you know, it's, like I hope they don't mess it up because I'm really enjoying the game right now. But <laughs> I've got a, I got a secret for you. They always mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard stories about the genie meta. I was like, oh god, I don't want to be doing that. Yeah, so uh, you know, get ready for a little bit of a hectic uh, gameplay for you know the first month or so, and maybe they'll change things up uh and, and started adjusting to uh fit the what we're used to but you know it's going to be interesting either way so i've been doing all right you know playing everything really and uh, having a little bit of fun i'm i've been waiting for this patch so i'm pretty excited that they're they're finally releasing it i i normally yeah. don't uh i don't i don't get hyped <laughs> normally about these these things i'm like just fix the the death trial stuff but honestly i've been feeling hey i want to see the new stuff so i i'm definitely excited myself just to see all the all the things all the changes and just kind of talk about it with you over here so that's that's going to be our weekly overview next thing we're talking about is we've got a tournament coming up Ooh, we've got a mooncorn tournament nicolini has been doing these week week every every week and then uh, this week she has an invitational. We've been invited. Me and Shady are going to both be playing, as well as some of your other favorite streamers. You know, like I actually that's including us as favorite streamers. We've got favorite streamers, and we're also playing. <laughs> you know, so it's going to be on the second of May. So um, I think that's this Sunday. So definitely uh, check it out. A lot of uh, great players, right? I didn't know it was going to be so stacked when i agreed to play yeah. <laughs> like the, the last tournament i was like oh this is free money here i'm looking at the the competition i'm like this isn't this isn't that free <laughs> so uh it's it's gonna be an interesting one we'll see what we can do another interesting thing is it's gonna be right before the um the patch actually releases so this is probably gonna be the last tournament of this particular meta so uh you're gonna see a lot of people doing uh pulling out all the stops right because there's nothing else to hide right you're like i'm not saving anything for like the next the next meta right this is gonna be the last tournament of this meta so uh definitely come out take take a look and see how it uh, ends up it'll be uh the first time i play against you in a pg tournament we're technically in separate brackets 
I will say oh. that, right? So for, we have to make it to the finals, right? Just want to. <laughs> I was sitting there first. Make it to the final, boy. Make yeah. it. Let's yeah. talk about facing me. Right? I'm just it's gonna saying. be a good podcast. It's gonna be a good podcast. I'm just saying. First, you gotta mm-hmm. make it to the finals. You know me and yourself. But you know, if all things go well, then yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. You know for sure. So it's gonna be interesting. Next thing we have, we've got the patch notes 20.2 released. This is the butter of this patch, the butter of this podcast. This is what we're going to be spending a majority of our time talking about. There's a lot of good stuff here, a lot of interesting changes to the meta, to the systems and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, just it's coming out. Another thing, right? The patch notes were released today, but it's coming out next week. So um, I was initially thinking it was coming out today you know that was what i initially thought i was like oh my god i only have a day you know everything's gonna change and then i find out oh it's it's next week i got i got a week to breathe so uh it's you know that's something to keep in mind right when patch notes gets released right usually or before they would basically release the patch notes as soon as they're making the changes now they've kind of switched things up where they released the patch notes a little bit earlier which i i do like right so you you know a little bit more to expect and it it, it doesn't like blindside you right you're like playing a day yeah. and like there's a new hero and you're like what the hell is this and you're just like i gotta learn everything right here you have some time to like theorize craft you know kind of look at the changes see what looks broken what doesn't and then um you know be a little bit more relaxed when you're getting to the new um the new expansion the new changes so i i like this uh adjustment i like it too i um i really like that we can look at all the cards and you know you have that moment where it's like oh, i'm gonna play like this i'm gonna play like this and then the patch hits and it's it's nothing like you imagined <laughs> but still you know you, <laughs> you've done some prep work right yeah yeah for sure it, it never is exactly how you think yeah it's going to go in your mind, but uh, you know, it, it's nice to have an idea of, of what you think you're going to do. So that is definitely true. Uh, another update, right? With the patch MMR is getting reset right after the update. So a lot of you guys who always are, are like, Oh, you know, it's hard to climb, you know, things like that. Um, I'm hoping this, uh, reset will be a little bit more, um, balanced in in like the last reset a lot of people had their mmr back in like um two weeks i would say maybe a week and a half you basically had your mmr back and it it didn't it didn't necessarily feel like you lost your mmr and that you play for a week a week and a half and you were back right right there and the people that were like at 8k stayed at 8k right but if you're at 13k you kind of you know jump back right i'm hoping it'll be more of a bridge where you know the people at like 13k will still have to climb a little bit where the people at 8k can also like catch up right because it, it doesn't it, it didn't feel like you actually um it didn't feel like a reset uh to be honest right it just felt like a, a roadblock where in a week back every the mmr is back to the same right nothing really changed right you had some people that were able to kind of abuse the system and like jump really high but except for those like outliers it didn't really feel like uh, any any MMR change. So I think they said that this one was going to be a little bit more um, tame and that everyone is going to be a little bit more equal. If you if you breach a certain rank, right, you'll be 
um next year I, I think you had a little bit more to say about the mmr research shady you said there was more no i was just looking at the uh the twitter post that said that there would be um rating floors and protections so that people can't tank their mmr a lot uh the internal one and then have the external one just pile up like uh, they did before okay so so, so there's that's, still, that's, that's good news there yeah. still will be floors is that is that what they said yeah, they said they're planning to add rating floors and protection zone um, with an algorithm update to prevent what people did before okay. when they when they tanked really low, but then the internal MMR didn't get hit as hard. And then I, I don't know exactly how it or, worked, or the internal MMR got hit really hard, and then and then the external did not. The people were able to do something right, where they were able to climb I, I can really high because I, I know the uh, system. So yeah, what, exactly. what what happened? There used to be floors. So you hit a floor and you couldn't go below the floor, right? So it wouldn't adjust your your visible MMR, but it would adjust your hidden MMR. So what you would do is you would drop your hidden MMR super low. So your hidden MMR would be super, super low, but your visible MMR would still be the same. But then when you start playing, right, you're like way lower than everyone else you're playing in the lobby, right? So when you win that game, you're like, wow, you beat people, you know, 6,000 MMR below you. Let's give you 300. Oh, wow. You're, and then that just goes to your, your visible MMR. So you're like at 9,000 with a, with a uh, hidden MMR of like 3K. And you're, you know, you're just destroying people, uh, you know, and you're, you're gaining three, 300 points every time. And, and so people were hitting like 1,500. 100, 1600 just very easily because you're able to climb super fast where the people that were playing regular right you you win a first place they were getting like you know 50 points 60 points right it's a lot harder to climb where the other guys are hitting getting 100 points getting 150 points for a win right how are you going to compete with that so hopefully they deal with that um uh, abuse case and uh, make sure that uh, people are climbing a little bit more yep well that, that seems to be the case at least that there's uh gonna be protection for that this time yeah hopefully you know but you know sometimes they introduce a new thing and then you know people abuse that you know blizzard doesn't necessarily yeah. catch everything <laughs> all the time the so feature. yeah hopefully it's a little bit better this time but yeah it's gonna be interesting i always like seeing people trying to climb again after mmr research especially when the game changes right sometimes you're really good at one patch but not good at another right so it, it is more of a showcase of oh, how you're doing this patch right so always nice to see um next thing we've got battlegrounds coin supports for the people that played constructed sometimes and had got the coins or bought the coins i don't know how you get these coins i have none of these coins but some people do and if you do you can change your coins to these coins i don't have any of these coins i have no <laughs> This doesn't affect me whatsoever, so I'm not really enthusiastic, but some people care. And hey, for those people, coin support. You know, I love to see it. What about you? Uh, I think that at least one of them was just playing a lot and reaching a certain level in the, uh, the experience track. But yeah, I, uh, this is not what I read patch notes for whatsoever. But coin <laughs> support, really chat. Huge. Support. It's huge. huge. You know, we love to see it. Or whatever. Anyways, yeah. But that's that's just the follow-up. That's not really what's important. That's not really what we're going to be talking about. For most of it, we're really going to be talking about the Quillboard patch, patch 20.2. This is a big change. Um, kind of reminds me of Dragon Patch, that kind of thing, where 
a lot of new heroes being added not new minions being added a, a minion types being added um another thing to mention is that now since cobos will be in three minion types will be gone every game cobos will always be in until the next like update and three will be out so you're gonna be seeing a lot less you know dragons merlags elementals beasts all of those right because three of them will be out every game so that's gonna be um something you're gonna have to get used to i i would say right it's not um it's it's not something you'll you'll notice too much until you play a lot and you're like huh I'm seeing less mechs. I'm seeing less murlocs, you know, and I'm in crowbars in every single game. So the game's going to be fundamentally different because you're going to be seeing crowbars every game and you're not going to be seeing what you know how to play every single time. So, uh, you know, it, it, that, that in itself is a big change. Uh, even without, without talking about any of the new cards, any of the new heroes, that in itself is a big, big change. So, uh, definitely be aware of that, but we can get started. We're going to start with the heroes. Actually, we're going to start with the mechanic first, right? We're going to start with blood gems. This is the new mechanic in this patch. It's a spell. So, uh, similar to coins, right? Where you can keep these in your hand and things like that. It's a spell, zero mana, very coin like, right? Uh, it gives a friendly minion plus one plus one, you know. Now, Shady, without really looking at the other synergies and stuff like that, what do you think about this mechanic? What do you think about it? You know, just That's like, banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have this banana. mechanic, right? It's it wouldn't a, do anything else. So. It's a blood banana. banana. You're right, actually. Blood banana. That is so true. Yeah, so what do you think about bananas? What do you think about blood gems? <laughs> well, I love playing Mookla, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're banana we're mookla every single game pog you pretty much right you'll have a mookla in every game now uh i i personally think this is an interesting mechanic could could be broken right you know just being able to stack cleaves and divine shield minions are really really strong right so i think this is going to increase the value of, of of those type of minions they were already super valuable before right but now, like, you, you remember we recently had a discussion about Cave Hydra, and we were like, oh, it's bait, like, most, you know, most yeah. of the time, right? Right? Imagine, like, two weeks later, we're talking about the same card, and we're like, dude, ever pick Hydra every time you can easily buff Not it with, with Blood Gems, right? And you're just Love like, it. how different of a mentality, right? This, you know, mechanic can change with the value of cards and things like that. So I, I do think this is going to shake things up. It's going to be especially powerful for Cleaves and Divine Shield minions and, and things similar to that mechanic. So, um, you know, this is just a mechanic, right? without knowing the heroes without knowing the minions it doesn't mean anything right you could have this it's like you know frenzies on one card before right who cares you know it's not i mean it it, it, it was important because it was pretty game deciding but it doesn't really showcase what the full extent of it until you add in all the synergies you add in all the hero uh abilities and then you really talk about it uh, well you know we might want to talk about this card at the end and see how how it feels right uh after talking about it at the beginning but let's move on to the first hero uh in the patch i'm gonna butcher all these names just gonna you know just gonna start with that you know please be aware <laughs> De uh death speaker black horn 
Oh, Blackthorn, Blackthorn. Oh, That's because there you Blackthorn. go. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Yes, it is four different words. I can <laughs> say them individually. <laughs> Bloodbound, right. passive hero power. After you upgrade Bob's Tavern, gain two blood gems. So that's pretty interesting. So I like passive hero powers just because you don't pay for them, right? You can do what you're gonna do normally, and then you get you get a you get an extra value on top of it, right? It's a little bit different where um, some hero powers require like late game activation, right? This one doesn't require late game activation, and it's pretty uh, free. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, can I please finish? The I'm finished. You can talk about it. Right. I <laughs> well, I, I think that he's pretty much just Kale in a lot of respects. Kate does, for... right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So I don't think we need to look too much at him where it's just like, okay, it's Kale and it's better than Kale if you have things where you get more value out of your blood gems than plus one, plus one. Because obviously some minions are going to interact favorably with them, so... Yeah. But assuming that you're not hitting any blood gem um, synergies, then it's pretty much just Kale, where you get to be a little bit less uh, restricted with where you want uh, buffs to go, right? Yeah, I, I feel like it's 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 Kale in the worst case scenario, which which is pretty okay, right? But in best case scenarios, you know, we haven't talked about the minions and stuff, but there's a lot of minions that do really well with blood uh, with blood gem yep. activations, sure. so. Uh, and and you get it while you're leveling so it's very easy to just like oh buy a blood gem synergy card and then oh level okay put the blood gems in oh now you know i'm getting so much more value um out of it and quill boards will be in every game so you'll see you'll be able to you know get these activations pretty much every game and there's other ways to generate blood gems and it it kind of right is is going to be probably the quintessential blood gem hero where you know you're gonna get some blood gems for free, right? Without without really having to go out of your way of getting blood gem synergy and then being able to utilize that, especially in the early game, the mid game and things like that. So I, I do think um, it has a lot of potential, definitely seems stronger than KT uh, just because of yeah. its flexibility and its potential upside, right? So it's, it, it has that uh kt baseline but it just it's baseline and up from there so i do think this is going to be played i do think this is going to be a good hero um that people you know enjoy until you know something busted comes out and people are like ah you could just do jandis blood gems <laughs> or something like that yeah, yeah. now i was looking at jandis like oh less games with murlocs and beasts and like no yeah jandis. but now you got blood gem synergy you know so it's it's fine probably it's i have cool no idea stuff. Yep. I have no idea, right? Um, but yeah, this is gonna be an interesting here. I think it's, I think it's gonna be played, and I think, um, mm -hmm. you know, it might be very good. It, I, I could see it be between above average to very good. This is is gonna be my initial rating. You have any? Yeah, any playable, playable for sure. And then depending on how the, pretty much how it feels, right? The blood gems early, it can go from just playable to ooh nice like yeah. like lich king ish where you're like mm, solid upside right where you just you know you, you when you pick a lich king you know that the hero powers is going to do well and uh with quillbores in every single game it's uh i don't know like it, it could be a thing where it's it's more like a patches thing where you're like all right where's the quillbores where's the quillbores where's my pirates um, but at the very least, right, you're going to have that uh, KT baseline. So, yeah, I think overall, super decent. Yeah. 
all right so next hero we're talking about is vulgin if you've played a little bit of constructed or anything you know what this guy does he swaps minions i i had this happen to me yesterday where my opponent swapped my taunt and killed me <laughs> but hey it's he's he's uh keeping his thematic ability you're getting the ability to choose two minions swap their stats this is very interesting i assume you're able to swap minions from bob's tavern minions from your tavern and uh willy-nilly right i i don't think there's gonna be like a limiter where you can't you can't touch bob's minions or or you can't touch your own minions or you have to like they have to stay between your minions or stay between bob's minions or anything like that i i think it's just like free you uh, know i have no idea you have no idea and probably I'm also just thinking, well how does the interface work right you just tap it and then you just like you tap, tap it you pick a minion and you pick another minion uh, and it, okay. that works yeah um but if it's working the way i'm imagining where it's free targeting you could zero mana you can pick anything you want pretty crazy because there's a lot of stuff that you can abuse you know the one that jumps out to me is battle master with with poison you know like just like <laughs> let's just have a battle master and then let's just copy let you know make a make a murloc poison and then put put battle master stats on it and just like yeah i have a 330 poison like okay <laughs> come on uh, another thing you can do is you know you can buff up your your brands and things like that right you can uh and just have like a, a big boy a big brand red all uh, big barons right things like that minions that don't have good stats but are really really valuable you can just now give them a little bit of stats pretty freely and use that as, as a way it's this one seems more of a complicated hero like a hero that you kind of have to think about how to use it correctly but i do mm -hmm. think there's potential cheese cases for sure and then just general upside if you can target things and and especially abusing yeah. things with death rattle um death riders usually don't have the best stats but if you can like just get like a a five five death rattle initially or something like that so i i think there's definitely upside and it, it this this hero is gonna lean more menagerie i'm assuming just because you um you want to abuse you know swapping like a weak minion with a, a strong like battle master or a strong like a magadon and give them give them those stats i really think battle master is like the like the the real yeah abuse the real case cheese, right? yeah the real cheese sure. right everything else is a little bit harder to execute where if you have a brand battle master then make it poison right like that's that's gonna get you so far but other than like so i, I think if demons are in and murlocs are in you know you might want to try this hero but um the other cases are going to be a little bit hard another thing to to think about is right we are having the blood jump mechanic so it will be able to you will be able to buff things and then swap mm -hmm. swap later right so let's say you're buffing you know your one drop right and then da, 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 then you find the cleave then you're like okay swap the swap the cleave with the one drop stats by the cleave now i have you know a 20 cleave since i was buffing my one drop in the beginning now i don't need it anymore now i have a gigantic cleave and then i go from there right so there's there's that if you're thinking about the blood gem mechanic that you can yeah, utilize to abuse but that you know that isn't consistent and it's kind of hard um 
to you know guarantee especially you're not you don't get free blood gems so it's not as um you know viable as maybe the other guy but it does seem like it's an interesting mechanic it's hard to guess how strong it will be it, i could see it being abusable you also see it being yeah hard to play and tough to do it's it's a hero that you're gonna need to get off the ground at the start but i think once you do the main appeal for me is just you can just store stats somewhere and then just cash in later so let's say you're a lot of the time you make a huge wrath weaver and you're like yeah i have this wrath weaver on my board right but you're just like ooh, shield bunk all the stats from the wrath weaver onto the shield or onto the hydra and like you mentioned, it means that you do not have to think too much about where you're putting your blood gems. Just, you know, put them on a thing and then cash in later. So that, that's probably the main appeal uh, for this hero for me is that you don't have to hold back. Uh, you can just have Sensei buff a clunker, right? And then later on, ooh, found a deflecto. Yeah. Clunker I, stats, the deflecto, those kind of things. Yeah, you're, you're reminding me of like, sometimes you're playing like Light Fang scaling, Menagerie scaling, and you're buffing like some random, you're buffing a, a, what's it called? A a water droplet or something, right? Then you find, uh, you find the divine shield, uh, you know, elemental, and you're like, ah, I have a 2020 water droplet. I don't want to switch it, you know? But here you're just like, oh yes, let's go Mm -hmm. swap in instantly. I've got a 2020. Uh, 2020 Divide Shield, Wind Fury Minion, and then you're good to go, right? So it really makes Light Fang a little bit more freeing, Menagerie a little bit more freeing, because you can buff whatever, and then as soon as you find the the key piece, the key cleave, the key Divine Shield, you just swap a minion, you're good to go. You know, Water Droplet, it's okay, but Divine <laughs> Shield, Water Droplet, let's go, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, the main struggle with this hero, right? Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's like you mentioned, if they can swap stats from the store, then sure, you can upgrade your board for free. That's my cat. <laughs> um, so being able to upgrade your board for free is going to help them survive. But if that's not the case where you can just only manipulate stats on your board, you might not really have too good of a hero power until you get going. And then it's kind of like in, in Cat's case where, oh, it doesn't really matter how good your hero power is later on if it doesn't really do anything early because then you're going to die. Yeah. So yeah. I guess it depends a little bit whether you can manipulate your board from the shop and just say, ooh, I can turn my token into something big here. Boom. Uh, I'm going to have some tempo. I'm going to be able to level. I'm going to be able to hold a pair and then boop, hit my pair, got my triple. And then here's a light fang. Because well, once I'm... you've got the light fang, this guy's going to be super solid. Yeah. I- sure. I'm thinking it's like that because it doesn't say like two, choose two friendly minions or anything like that, right? It's very uh yep. freeing in the the description just two is two minions Ooh, like if you could see your opponent's board you know at times you could just take your opponent's minions that like that's how i look at this, this card right <laughs> if you had a way of hold just it right like, there dude hold it right there <laughs> just just take just two is two you know it doesn't matter where the money change now yeah, damn, dude that would be so <laughs> i would be so mad if <laughs> If they give can take my, my stats, oh my god, they give me a 1-1 one, one sport, oh my god, I'd be so mad. <laughs> but uh, hopefully it's not like that. So I, I'm hoping you can just choose any minions in Tavern or your board and yep. swap them. And if that is the case, I think this has some viability. Um, I do think 
it's gonna struggle initially just because it's it looks to be a little bit more complicated than some of the other like whoop da blood gems everywhere i win you know it looks like you have to yeah. think about it so i i think um it's gonna look bad initially in the stats but then you know the dedicated players the people who are practicing are gonna find a way to abuse this and then it's gonna be like you know maybe a month two months top top hero so um that's just my you know my guess in terms of like it always feels like the complicated janice was the same way where you you started yeah. with janice people were like ah you know this this is weird <laughs> and then you know a little bit later people start figuring out and then bam top top best you know one of the best heroes right it feels like you could do this uh initially because zero mana hero powers i think are so strong just because it's yeah. it's it's so value flexible. every get every turn without any drawback where you can you can be flexible you can adjust you can react to things so um i do think just it being zero mana it having a a flexible ability it it, it have, might have some potential so i i don't think it's going to be great off the bat i think it's going to require a little bit of thought process a little bit of a game plan a little bit of a maybe the right minion type setups right with battle master and, and murlocs and things like that it might need a setup but if you can get it and if you are uh comfortable with those setups and you you, you do it every time this could be a really really strong hero so we'll see how it how it turns yeah, out yeah but great potential great potential yeah potential is there uh next thing we shall talk about is yeah zyrella zyrella something like That's what that. i would say zyrella, yeah. zyrella okay see the lights hero power choose a minion in bob's tavern to add to your hand set its stats to two so i'm assuming that the stats are going to be a two two right that's my yeah that's my that would be my guess for sure so this kind of reminds me of yog i guess this is is the uh easy yog, yeah, sure, sure. yeah it's guess. it's the non-random yog but you only you got two two every time instead of plus one plus one buff um i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> I, <promise laughs> I gotta be, i have no idea i play i yog is my most played right so mm -hmm. um i've got that you know i've got that yog experience but the one one really matters but not not being random is also really powerful right so um you could maybe do yog curve the one issue is that you're really gonna need like um you're gonna have to be targeting scaling units or units with like death rattles and stuff like that to stay relevant or stay strong, right? Because a two-two stat line, especially like especially past turn, turn. I mean tavern one, right? Like everything is stronger than a two-two stat line. So, um, you gotta be you gotta be picking up like light fangs. You gotta be picking up senseis. You gotta be picking up things with bat with battle uh, with battle cries or death rattles, right? To really, um take advantage of it but i do think that the the fact that it's yog without the rng right if you can still do the yog leveling curve and be healthy that's going to be really powerful right so um it it really i i do think um the blood gems might matter a lot right because if you're targeting things with blood gems then at least you can make it 
the three three and you can target things that generate blood gems every turn so it's not going to feel as bad even though you're starting with a two two if if the card generates a blood gem every turn right it's a two two but it's a three three that's a four four it's a five five right there's a lot of um there's a lot of stat manipulation with the with this uh patch with these expansions so that might be the saving grace uh for this where you can target all the blood gem minions and you can still manipulate their stats even though it starts as a 2-2 you're you you can quickly get like a 5-5 five, five, a 6-6 six, six, and then it doesn't feel as bad as, while you're leveling so that might like we haven't talked about the, any of the minions but the minions might be the saving grace where um even though the stat starts bad you can quickly ramp up because you're able to target whatever minion you want and then uh go from there so i, I once again i think this minion has potential this might be the weaker one, honestly, but I don't know, right? It depends how how much good targets there are while you're leveling. If you, if you are going to go for the Yogg leveling, which I think is going to be uh, common, just because a lot of people are very used to leveling, and, and if you can get to the late game, right? You can hit, If you can hit Light Fang, right? If you hit Brand, it doesn't matter that it's a 2-2. Um, so... You want to be getting early. You, you want to be leveling early so you can target those scaling minions that don't really care that their stats are weak uh, initially. So um, yeah, there's a there's a couple of hits, right? You can get your sensei, you can get your rat pack. Even a deflect that was like sure one gold discount for a two two depends a bit, right? If if you can buy it immediately with a clunker or a sensei, you don't really care, I guess. Yeah. Um, Bronze Warden. Bronze Warden as a 2-2. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah. Pretty good, so. yeah. yeah I, I think it's one of those heroes where you can just have this game where you look at the tavern and you're like, Bob, really? You just didn't get anything, right? Like, it was just all strictly worse. But then you're still getting it cheaper. So I don't think it's ever going to be trash, like complete trash, but I'm not currently seeing it being top What do you think hero. about? You think it might be better than Yogg or worse than Yogg? That's my... Uh... Depends where we value Yogg right now, right? I'm not a huge fan of Yogg at the I moment. I still like Yogg. I, I mean, there's okay. So I used to like always pick Yogg. That was like a long time ago, right? But now there's yeah. like I have like six or seven heroes where I would just like snap it over Yogg. So it it went down for me, but it's still like it's still above average or or at least maybe near average in terms of like my ranking. So. Um, so where are we at like are we like alakir lich king or like lower um alakir i think those are good baseline right we're like yeah good hero but not like broken yog or alakir that's a good question that, that one kind of depends on if beasts are available right if beasts are available then it's always alakir lich king if there's no beast then it's more of a argument but i still probably lean alicure still but it's 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 somewhat close but it's um, close yeah it's okay. close yeah yog is worse for me i, I yeah, don't like I know. a lot of people don't like but the yog that's fair. That's fair. they don't like the rng but yog give it yog take it away dude some of my best games have been just yog Y'all giving me everything I need. Dude, I'm just like, not taking it away, yeah. just giving it. Yeah. I remember those games where I hero powered Yogg, and Yogg gives me what I don't want, and then like two turns later, I'm like, oh my god, it's so good here. <laughs> you know, like it it ends up being better than what I wanted. You know, I've had a couple of games like that. I'm just like Yogg knew, 
I knew what I needed. You know, I didn't know what I needed. <laughs> but yeah, you know, those are pretty rare. So I'm not gonna say, oh, I just play Yogg now happening. But you know, you play a thousand games of Yogg that happens like once or twice. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think it's going to be interesting here. It kind of depends on how strong the Blood Gems are, how strong the Blood Gem minions are. And there's still a decent amount of good targets. Dragons have good targets. Light Fang's a good target. Brand's a good target. Uh, you know, Sensei's a good target. So um, anything with scaling, anything that you can pick up. And you're getting a minion for two instead of um, three, right? So token minions are free, that kind of thing, right? You, you still have that... Um, ability to just bank gold right that's a that's something you want to keep in mind right uh you can always target elementals and just bank the gold right so um that that is pretty useful sometimes so i do that with you yeah. i think for me i would probably compare it a bit more with yashiraj where you're um the way how it works at the beginning but then at the end yashiraj gets that oh let me just go up and get a six drop guaranteed that's the six drop and the five drop is not the thing you're getting. I think the early game feels a bit more like Yashiraj than like Yogg. Uh, well, the thing with like Yashiraj is you can like level hero power. You can't you can't do that with this hero. Sure. I think you're usually not. I guess the turn I'm looking at is the eight gold turn with Yashiraj where you double buy, sell a token hero power. Like just think in those turns, it's because you're taking more things out of the shop it's more likely that you're just going to be able to oh yeah sure and i don't mind this being yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it like a yog because in yashrog you have a lot of turns where you're like level hero power right and then you get a four drop yeah, or yeah. something right here sure. with well, yog, I mean, you're always you like that. level you hero yog. power you get a three you have a already, yeah. yeah so sure. th that's why i look at uh more yeah, i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is it feels like the early game um yashrog feels a bit weaker than yog and that's why so like it feels like it's going to be a bit weaker as well where it matches that, where Yogg is more dominant early because you're getting that plus one, plus one. Yeah. And then later on, it starts to feel a bit more I, Yogg. I because... don't think the hero is going to be dominant early, like, <laughs> at all. No. Uh, stats to 2-2, two, two, I'm assuming it makes it a 2-2. Two, two. Like, so it's going to have 2 attack, 2 health if um, if it doesn't, if it's not clear, which is, it's not necessarily clear um, in the description. So I, I, I think that's a valid question there. Um, but yeah, um, it, I I don't know. I I really don't know about this hero. Uh, maybe a, after we see a lot of the minions, we'll be a little bit more, um, you know, confident. But right now, I'm not too sure. So let's take a look. I I you know, Rat King got changed. I I was gonna skip this, but I was like, you know what? You know, let's not be mean to Rat King. You're getting crowbars added to the pool. Hey, good for you, Rat King. You know, not that a lot of people cared. <laughs> or fit Rat King, but hey, you're adjusted. You're changed. We're gonna mention you. You're in the patch. You know, welcome. But yeah, I don't think it's gonna do that much to Rat King. You know, sometimes you pick it up and hope you get lucky, but. Most of the time, you're not super happy that you picked this up. This used to be one of my favorite heroes back in the day when Amalgadon was like a two drop, where you could always you always got the buff whenever you picked Amalgadon. But nowadays, that doesn't really happen. It's not as consistent. So, uh, you know, Rat King, whatever. <laughs> that's what, sorry, but yeah, that's kind of how we go. Anyways, no more.
Yeah. All right. Let's start talking about the minions. The minions. This is the minions you're gonna see every single game. You're not gonna get all the each hero every single game, but you're gonna see these minions every single game. They're probably more important than the than the heroes, to be honest. But uh, these are what you're gonna be looking at, seeing if you're gonna be picking up and going and uh, committing to uh, Blood Gem Core strategy. First one, Razor Fen Geomancer Battlecry gain a Blood Gem one mana three one Quillbore. What do you think? Yeah, so I think a lot of the Blood Gem units, it's nice to compare them. Like, okay, let's just add the Blood Gem to its stat line <laughs> and then see if I like it, right? That's probably the, the easiest way to compare. And then you got a one mana four two, which is playable, right? Like, that's not. Like you deal four damage, so it, it trades with homunculus. Um, it runs into acolyte, which is a bit annoying, right? Um, but overall, this feed just this doesn't feel like it's like oh another like unplayable one drop in yeah. the in the shop at all. Yeah, it it feels playable. Um, so yeah, the four two beats uh the two four demon, but it loses to acolyte, it loses to murloc, it loses to um, it's just those two, right? Like. Or is there? Well, I think the the real the real value here is like, oh, I buy this and then, and then I put you the, hold the you hold the blood gem, right, or something, yeah. and then I have a two three micro memory, and that's obviously a lot better than the one two. So, I think that's where the main appeal comes from to to buff something else other than itself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you might be you might be picking these up like for blood gem synergies later on as well, right? Like just like, oh, if my blood gems are plus four plus four, well, this is pretty good here, right? Like. So there, there might be, yes. um, you know, reasons to pick this card later on just to get a blood gym. Like it might be just a powerful effect. It's going to be a one cause tavern. So you're going to see a lot of these in the shop. So, uh, you know, I definitely think you'll see play, right? It's not going to be a card that's getting, getting ignored. Um, yes. So yes. I, I think it's more a card you play later. Like you said, yeah. I don't think it's more, I don't think it's that early game of a card. It's more like, oh, I've got my engine running. Ooh. Snap by every Geomancer I see. Alright, so next card we're taking a look at is Sun Bacon Relaxer. Sun Bacon. Ever had bacon in the sun? Alright. <laughs> Most it, likely at some point. Yeah, you know, just put some bacon in the sun, let it fry, you know, it's like yeah. Have have a have a cobor. Anyways. When you sell this card, so one mana tavern, <laughs> one two, one one attack, two health, quill bore. When you sell this, gain two blood gems. Uh, interesting card. Kind of reminds me of the other of the um of the previous card, but you get two blood gems, right? You're just gonna buy it, sell it, get two instead of the one, right? So, not a card you want early. I it loses to everything. <laughs> It, uh, it it dies to everything, but once you get your engine going, it's uh it's a two mana plus two plus two, like generically, like you know so you know the um the uh, what are they called what are you know, what conquer houndmaster yeah conquer houndmaster all those cards that you buy the buff your cleaves and your divine shield minions this does it for you, you know two mana. I mean, what two mana plus two plus two? This this yeah. has no drawback. You don't have to target a specific minion type. It just hits anything you want, and it's also flexible. You can do plus one here, plus one there. So definitely 
a much like unless you have a brand it's a much better buffing uh engine there there is there is a downside right where you know let's say it's uh you have six gold left and there's x in the shop you can just buy buy this one you're like yeah i gotta buy it i gotta sell it and i'm floating a gold so I that's don't mean true. to say that that's always a downside, right? That's but true. I think it's more something where, oh, the gold lines up. Oh, that's cool. I can do that. But you can put the body and get the buff at the same time. True, uh, true. Right? You don't get the body and the buff. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But the, the body is trash, so who cares? <laughs> well, it's more like the gold it carries, right? Yeah. Like you can carry this gold into the next turn. Yeah, um, but I can see this um, like on five gold if you didn't hit a token, and this right. is in the shop. You're like, oh, buy it, sell it, two blood gems, and yeah. then I can just buy something. Dude, so, Kat, K- KT gold, is right? gonna feel so bad after this patch. You're just like, dude, dude. <laughs> dude everything's getting so stupid too. Man. <laughs> yeah, you know, people you... lined up to see me give things plus two plus two. Uh, yeah but um i do think this is going to be a very played card just because we haven't talked about blood gem synergy right and uh, yeah at all and this already gives you two blood gems and there's a lot of synergy with blood gems and if you can get these consistently you get a lot of blood gems easily you can really get a lot of value from blood gems so i do think it's going to be played this is not a card you want early and it's a card you have to manipulate your uh, your gold advantage to um make it you know clean right some people don't care about clean gold right i do a lot so i tend to like make sure i i have zero gold left and things like that but uh, if the value of the blood gems is just like so much better than like keeping an extra gold then you know you might still just do it anyway so uh interesting card definitely going to be seeing play you don't want to pick it up early but once you start having an engine, once you start having buff targets, this is going to be picked up for sure. Okay, next topic, we've got Roadboard. Roadboard, you know, it's a frenzy card. So our next frenzy, so they are committing to the frenzy archetype. So that's, you know, shade. I don't know if you like frenzies, you don't like the previous one, but here's another one. Uh, I, th- I think this is the perfect example, right? Like, you, of a you know, good like frenzy. Friend- yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, my guy lived. Nice. I get plus one, plus one on something next turn. Not like, oh, my guy lived. This guy's taking 18 damage. Nice, <laughs> right? It's just, it's a little different. It's yeah. a little different. Yeah. I, I think this is fine. Like, it's a feel good frenzy thing. We're like, oh, yeah. little, little something. Mm, nice. yeah. I get plus one, plus one on my guy. Yeah, okay. Not like that. Oh, he's taking 18. That's great. This one's a little bit more, you know, justifiable. This this has a shady approval. All right, all right. So it's a two mana, two four cobalt with frenzy gain a blood gem. So it's a two four four health. So early game that's pretty tanky, right? Uh, but once you pass, you know, early game not tanky. However, blood gems are in the game, so you will be able to buff it up and continue getting blood gems so there is that upside you can buff it with the blood gems to make sure that you have a higher chance of getting those um buffs and um it's a decent engine you get plus one plus one every turn if it works so uh it will be seeing play for sure there's definitely 
a lot of minions that are like have this stat line or worse stat line on two. So uh, you're gonna you're gonna at least turn three. You're gonna assume you're gonna get the frenzy hit. You know, turn four. Yeah. You're probably gonna still get the hit. Turn five. You know, turn six. Then if you're not buffing it with well, your blood gems, then it's a little bit more. Yeah, that's the thing. You're uh, probably. I think a lot of the time people are gonna want to invest in this thing, right? They're like, "Ooh, it made a gem. Let's make a tank here. Oh, it's yeah, survived again. Yeah, Let's make yeah. a tank." I think this is gonna be an amazing pair and a really fun golden. I think it's gonna really feel good uh, vibe to it when you have a pair and you've been putting like the one blood gem you've gained every time on each of them. And then you triple it and you're like, boom, 15 health guy, let's go. Right. And you're just, you're just farming two blood gems every round. Yeah. It, it, it almost, it'll have that sensei vibe, right? Where you, with stats though, it's not like a trash. Yeah. Where, right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I do think this is going to be one of the more common two drops that people start playing just because it has, people love, uh, okay, let me speak for myself. I love when I can get stats for free. Oh. Give me those stats for free. Let's go. So this is definitely my wheelhouse. Just buff it up. Get get free stats every turn and just go from there. So definitely think I'll be picking this up, seeing how uh, valuable it works. And I, I expect to see these in my games once it comes out. Next, Minion Tough Tusk. It's a two mana, four, three. Uh, ability after a blood gem is played on this card, on this minion. You gain divine shield for the next combat. So, uh, if you don't have a blood gem, it's just a four three, a two mana four three. If you don't have a blood gem, which you know, that's pretty good, right? Like a two mana four three is pretty okay. But then you put a blood gem on it. It's a, it's a two mana five four divine shield. It's, it's freaking deflate. No, what's the other card? It's cobalt. It's 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 a cobalt guardian basically. It it's just missing an attack, you know. Like it was a six three, right? It's a six three, yeah. But it's a five four, so you know, you know it bounces yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, I, I would prefer a five four, I think, because the four HP makes it more likely that you know you get the bop with the shield, then you get the value trait, then you get the five yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So two <laughs> mana cobalt guardian. If you have a blood gem, and that's you know in this this meta, blood gems are probably going to be pretty common. The one issue is you have to like, you have to give it a blood gem every every turn, right? It, it's hungry. It's a, it's a hack. I need my blood gems. Where are my blood gems? Give it to me, you know. So you yeah. have to keep feeding this this guy, right? Okay. But if you I keep feed those scenarios, man, <laughs> you have your you have your reasonable early game, but then somebody opened, uh, let's say on five build, they opened the roadboard thing, right? So they yeah. got the blood gem ready. And then they opened one of these, and then you phased them on six gold, and you're like, hey, five part of my shield, six gold. And you're just like, oh, I have regular units. I'm sorry. This yeah. Is, uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I can definitely see this card like running over people early. This feels <laughs> and and the thing the thing with these the the thing with these cards are the cards that you don't mind picking up when the effect isn't there, that's kind of dangerous when the effect is really good right. when you can't right. Off, right? Because a lot of the blood gem cards kind of keep themselves going. Where we talked about the road bore thing that gives a blood gem, and there's a couple other cards that can create a steady flow of blood gems. Um, so I don't think it's going to be like, oh, this is like a meta breaking card. It's in every comp all the time. You're speaking too, too soon. <laughs> well, okay. So I'll, I'll, 
the the way how I look at this card is you pick it up early, and um, people um, have no defense against it where you hit with the blood jump and it's really strong. But then later on, sure, it's strong, but you could have also just had a divine shield that you were pumping with those blood gems, right? So it's yeah. later in the game, it's not suddenly this like, oh my God, this is insane. You have a minion with divine shield. No, it's more like, okay, people have minions with divine shields at that point, but it's the five gold, six gold, seven gold turns where that shouldn't be happening, right? Your opponent shouldn't be having a five four, or to turn after that a a six uh, or was a, a six, six five, five yeah. divine shield like that shouldn't be happening. So I, I think it's more of those early game turns yeah. where it's five six seven gold where you're really going to get caught off guard. It's like oof, that's a big boy. What the hell? Okay, one hundred percent loss. Nothing I can do about that. Yeah, that that is my issue in that uh, early game people are going to have this and then they're not going to lose and they're it's going to you know, it's going to create a safe mid game for them, right? Where they can uh, invest and get stronger. And you ha you have the cards that give you more than what blood gem, right? You're, so you'll pump this every turn and then late game, right? This thing's going to have 10 attack, you know, it's going to be a 10, yep. nine, right? You're still, it's still going to be good, right? Like it doesn't fall yeah. off. That's, that's like the issue. You pick yeah, it up early and it doesn't fall yeah. off the the whole game you just pump a blood gem every turn and there are cards i mean there are abilities where you can get blood gems you know on all your minions for free that's also if you get the golden version it won't require the blood gem every turn It'll oh really yeah oh i haven't i haven't seen the golden version of this card wait let me let me let me take a quick look at that the golden version doesn't require blood gems well, it says after a blood gem is played on this card, gain divine shield. The common one states gain divine shield for the next combat. So the implication is that the shield stays. Oh, after. wow. So then she it's no longer hung. But the, the, I guess the irony is if you're investing that much in that comp, that you're probably going to be able to get a blood gem every turn. But I mean, it's it's a hassle out of the way, right? You can. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Wow. Fun. That's actually a good golden ability. That's yeah. That's yeah if you can get two early and then fuse them, yeah. that's usually the golden abilities. You're pretty trash. I'm just gonna be Nadina. Just pops up, you know. Like why? <laughs> why does this do nothing? You know. So I'm surprised they have like an actual improvement in the card by making it golden. Yeah, sometimes goldens are traps, but uh, yeah, okay. So it has that upside if you could make a gold and then you don't require the blood gems anymore and you can just have a good divine shield minion. So um, yeah. I'm scared of this card. That's th that's yes. going to be my uh, assessment. I'm very scared of this this one. I, I fear my, for uh, it. <laughs> I fear for my, my life. Is that I'm going to be cursing on this card early where I'm just going to throw my hands in the air. It's like, ah, he's got one of those. I guess we lose the fights. That was fun. Yeah. Um, it definitely feels like one of those directional minions um, where if you get two copies, you got one copy, you can be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go blood jumps. Next one. You know, because I, I won't be losing my uh, early game and then I can just con continue. Yeah, well, the card alone isn't enough, right? But you would um, you would need something, right? I well, guess the most card in the engine. I, okay, the card in the engine, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So I, it's not like, oh, you hit this, you have the nuts early, but the very enough. specific. <laughs> people have you'll have you know. because of my statement you'll have people just running two tusks and no engine 
And I like, don't understand yeah. the podcast about the owning. What is this? <laughs> that is true. You know, you need an engine as well. Let's just be clear, right? It's not just like, hey, I this works. You need the engine. So if you've got the copy and the engine, then you're you're pretty much good to go. So yeah, definitely fear fearful card, especially if you have like the blood gem hero, right? Then you know, you get the engine for free. Oh, yeah. so uh scary as well. then you can just ration the gems right you don't yeah. need to use them on yeah, the exactly yeah. uh next minion will be prophet of the boar two mana three three once per turn after you play a quill board gain a blood gem i know for a fact that the once per turn was added on later you know just because that's how they designed stuff they they designed stuff they're just like once after you play a quill board gain a blood gem that was its initial ability <laughs> and then they they play tested and they're like huh this is a little bit strong <laughs> I, you know that it just it, it it feels like that's how it worked there so here you can see you know Play testing in action, them adjusting a card they think is busted. Uh, so it only happens once per turn, you get a blood gem. So as long as you're buying quill bores, you get a blood gem every turn. Um, the nice thing is you can get this early, right? So let's say you start token, then you sell this, you buy this, you buy another quill board, right? Then you get a blood gem for free, right? So you can you can start with this and then you can start with um, tough tusk right and then you just put it on the tough tusk and then you know you're pretty good right you have a five five four three three five four divine shield three three and a, a token right so that's a really strong start you probably beat most people unless they have their own tusk tour tusk tusk so can i just call it like i don't know some tough tough tusk is gonna get super annoying i'm tusky tusky yeah thank you that's way better yeah. Yeah. Once you get Tusky, you're good to go, right? So I, yeah, man. I, really, Tusky's expansion. <laughs> so I, I, I think it's gonna be played, right? Especially um, on turn three, if you get this on another quill board, right? It's gonna be pretty easy to just like get yeah. the free. One of those combo things where yeah. you're like, yeah, it's pretty it, bad, and then you see the next thing. It's like, oh, it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it reminds me of Party Elemental, right? I'm no, no, Party, yeah, Party Elemental, right? Where. Yeah. Uh, once you get an elemental, you get plus one, plus one. It's basically the same, right? It's just not, yeah. it's it, the only issue it's limited to once per turn, but blood gems have so much more upside, right? There's so much more synergy with blood gems, whereas the elemental. Yeah, it, it uh, seems at least, you know, from, yeah. from Tusky, like all you need is one a turn at yeah. that point, at least, right? Yeah. So I definitely think it's going to be a played card. It's, it's a synergy card, right? So you want to pick it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's not a quill board itself. So I think that's a really important distinction. It's not a quill board itself. So you can't go profit, profit, get two, two uh, blood jumps. Right? And I think that's that's going to hurt it a, a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean, you know, a lot. <laughs> so uh, for, for me, the card's not great. It's just one of those, at least, you know, the, from what I can tell right now, right? Obviously, with the right. potential, like, oh, it was too busted. We have to nerf it. Um, like from from what I can tell right now, it's one of those cards where you don't really look at it. It's not like, oh, I've got my profit secured, right? My profit's on the board. Now let me find the other pieces. It's more like, oh, I have this. So oh, the profit's actually kind of good, right? I'll just you know play these together. Like similar um, to um, the six three, right? The six three um, elemental buffer. 
in a sense where sometimes you have elements you're like ah you know it doesn't work that well because you're not really committing to elementals right you need to commit to elementals here this one you don't need to commit but you do need to be picking up other quill boards right it's not like you can pick up double profit and be like okay i'm good right if you yeah. pick up double profit it doesn't do anything right you have to start playing the quill boards before you get it and also there's there's a limit right you can't get like four blo uh, blood gems in a turn right you have to get you only get one or two yeah so, i think the, it's justified it's justifiable to buy dominion if you buy a quillboard at the same turn yeah i think other than that you probably don't want to pick it up unless of course the stats are the best you know yeah so doesn't seem crazy it's not tusky level um but yeah. you know it, it might see play especially if you have synergy so yeah yeah once you have an engine going later of course you could talk about it there right yeah. all right all right let me see i believe our next um card is bristleback brute it is a yep. three mana three three cool board with the ability the first blood gem played on this turn gives an extra plus three plus three so it's not on this minion it's on this oh no no it is on it is on this minion the first blood gem played on this on the, so it is on this minion so it's it's specific you specifically need to give it to this minion for a second there i thought you could just give it to any minion and it would get plus three plus three but no okay so it, it has to target this minion however an extra plus three plus three basically means plus four plus four right if if i'm getting yeah. so it goes from three three to seven seven immediately that's i think yeah for sure it's one of those cards where you don't really love it but you see it with a blood gem immediately you're like oh the nuts let's take it right because that's that's it, nutty that's it's strong the moment you play it and then from then on anything you can play on it is just pure upside right it's kind of like a hank where if you can guarantee Hank's it'll better <laughs> Yeah, oh, of course. I mean, no one really compares to Hank. Yeah, but, exactly. Know, if Hank had, you know, Quillbore, you know, desires, like this would be Hank, right? This guy's cosplaying Hank, right? Pretty much. So this is the, yeah, this this is one of those things. Where it's like, ooh, three three for three stars. You don't really want to pick it up, but then you have a blood gem at the same time. Like, okay, let's do it, and then you get another blood gem. Like, oh, it's huge, right? Yeah, so how much is it? It's, it's gonna be a seven, seven. 11 11 after two after two turns right? yeah 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 11 11 already that's huge right the that's turn huge. you played right. it's a seven seven the turn after it's 11 11 that's that's nuts that's <laughs> that's actually yeah. that's actually nuts and it, there's when, a huge there's a huge cost of not having the bludgeon right like it is a three star three three okay right? yeah like well okay so you need a bludgeon right yeah. like that's, but if you have it at the same time boom this guy's nuts oh my god and and the golden versions plus six plus six as well right so you know there's, yeah, there's, yeah. There's i mean if you can pick up two of these and then you just have uh and you know let's say you've banked two blood gems because you're like eh, i could open a brute next turn right and then you open two of them you're like yeah. oh yeah <laughs> I, I, I think that's definitely something you want to consider banking blood gems just because there's much there's better payoff, right? In in terms of um, uh, the things you can hit 
uh from tavern tier one to tavern tier two to tavern tier three right getting an getting a three mana seven seven instantly that's gonna carry that's gonna do a lot of damage someone in chat saying a reno hero power on this thing if you have a bloodstream ready just <laughs> what is that a 13 13 13, 13 yeah turn and then a 20 20 yeah yeah, Reno's gonna be interesting, right? There's a lot of yeah, uh, targets, sure. right? What we're gonna have to figure out is what is the best Reno target for Quillbors. Um, well, there's uh, a lot of like hero specific stuff. Yeah, really there can... is a lot. Of, yeah, heroes are. Yeah, the next little... podcast is gonna be super fun as well, where <laughs> we just go over everything. Be like, no, what have you played? What have you played? Oh, this is the nuts. No, this is nuts. Trust me. Yeah. The next okay, podcast like... is gonna be so weird because it's gonna be like a day after the patch or like a, you know two days after the patch so yeah. everything's gonna be feeling so like i don't know what anything what what i don't this, know what's going on at all <laughs> this takes me back to like the very first moment collins and i played bgs and after day one collins is like i'm not for sure i don't know for sure but i think demons are the nuts this rap weaver guy is <laughs> like if you find Mount you just keep scaling forever it's insane i'm just like oh my god that's true and just like chasing <laughs> Wrath Weaver triples, yeah. and it worked because no one knew what they were doing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're right. <laughs> good time, good time. Oh, All right, let's keep moving. Yeah, it's gonna be a pretty strong card, most likely. Uh, next card, Banner Boar. It's a three mana two five. At the end of your turn, play a Blood Gem on an adjacent Quill Boar. So, this card's very interesting in that if you don't have Crowbore Synergy, it does nothing, right? You need Crowbores or a Malgodon, but, you know, whatever. You need Crowbores, right? And you get it at the end of your turn. You get you get an adjacent, right? So you can target two Crowbores. So it's not just, um, I only hit one, you know, one the one to the left. You hit two minions. Yeah, um, yeah the text indicates that it will just give it... You know, two gems if as long as there's two quillbore next to the guy. So this kind of um this really helps a lot of that synergy that you were looking for, right? That um those cards, those hungry quillbore minions, right? Yeah. Uh, the tusky. Uh, you got a tusky on one for... side. You got a brute on another side. Bristle this guy's having a good bristleback. Time. Bristleback's name is actually I, I don't mind saying bristleback, uh, yeah. but tusky and bristleback. For... Okay. Right, those those are the ones you want here. Uh, so far, right? We haven't looked at all the cards and all the three draws. Maybe there's another one you want, but those two look really—they look really hungry for blood gems, and they do really well. You get that divine shield every turn. You get that um, plus four, plus four every single turn for free without having to invest in the blood gems. You can use your blood gems on other things. So, um, really good synergistic uh, quillboard card, right? If you have the quillboard pieces. This just makes everything clean, makes everything easy. You don't have to worry too much about um, missing out on those bl blood gem abilities that trigger every turn. You just put them in the put them in the middle, and you're good to go. So, from what I can tell right now, and it might be a little bit too early, but it seems like they've introduced such insane high roll scenarios where it's like, oh, this guy hit a banner boar and a bristleback brood. Like, what are you going to do, right? Yeah, beat it. Like, every... It's like, well, how much is this per turn? It gives some plus... It's like a golden sensei, pretty much, right? Yeah. Banner boar yeah. on one brute. And then yeah. you can put another one 
on the other side, which you know, <laughs> can be, it could be a Tusky, it could be another Bristleback. So the high roll scenarios, and, and that is not insane to think of, right? Yeah, the fact right. that you opened two regular three drops, like you open the banner bore and a brute. That's not like unthinkably like, oh, well, of course, if you have that, you're going to own. So I'm a little scared right now, and I'm really thinking about the cards for, huh, there's going to be these certain hits that people have where like, I can't beat that yeah. no matter what I did here. I'm always taking 10 or 12. I, I think um, one thing they're scared of, right, is when they introduce uh, a minion type and then no one plays it. Right. Yeah, like, like oh, let's just, go back to playing Taunt Cup. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, you just ignore it. Like, oh, I don't care about yeah, this, right? Uh, so they really want um, there to be a justification. There are good reason to play these new minion types, right? So I, I do think they err on the side of, oh, let's just make it a little bit too powerful and then we'll tone it down, you know, after people, like, get used to it, right? Th that same thing happened with Elementals, right, where... Um, elementals at first, no one was really playing it. Then they moved Genie uh, down, and then everyone was playing yeah. it, right? Because it was nuts. And they're like, okay, all right, you know, you guys had your fun. Let's move it back up and nerf everything, right? And then, you know, then people were like playing it whenever they, it felt right, right? But it wasn't like crazy. So I yeah, do think um, sure. there might be some overpowered strategies, right? With with Crowbars, just because um, it's probably going to lean towards overpowered more than underpowered just so they they want people to play the new stuff so um you know scary scary stuff you know if you hit scary, right? yeah, yeah, it's sure. also a cobor right so um even if you you just get two copies of it you know put put them together yeah, whatever. Sure. yeah it's fine it's not it's not it's that, not that, that bad. wouldn't be that wouldn't be insane right it's just yeah, the, it there's yeah. certain interactions with blood gems where you're like oh if i can guarantee you get a blood gem of return and someone is not playing cobors they're gonna be taking it yeah, but it's it's not like um it's not like the uh, the non quobor one where, um you know you have two of them and they don't do anything right here if you have two of them at least you can buff themselves it's not great you yeah, you need more quobors but more. it is something yeah. right so um you know it, and the stats isn't that bad the two five for three it's not the worst thing right so um I can see it definitely being played uh, and. And it, it definitely will be played because it's it's like half of a, a, a OP combo, right? You got Tusky this, you're yeah. good. You got Tusky, you got the Bristleback this, you're good, right? So people will be picking it up and hoping they hit the Bristleback, hoping they hit the Tusky and then just uh, go from there. So definitely going to be seeing this card and uh, uh, I'm scared <laughs> once again. Uh, but let's move on to the next card on the list. We've got Thorn Collar. It's a three mana four three, battle cry and death rattle gain a blood gem. So you play it, you get a blood gem. You it dies, you get another blood gem. You play brand this, you get two blood gems. You play baron this, you get you get brand baron this. You, you play baron this, you get two blood gems. You, you play brand baron this, you get four. <laughs> Does that make you mad? Gold? I'm not gonna go that far. But yes, there is ways to get more than one blood gem with this card since it has both the battle cry and the death rattle ability, and there are cards that synergize with battle cry and death rattle. But generally, it's a it's a get a blood gem and then get a blood gem per turn, as well. So pretty valuable, especially if you have blood gem synergies. Right? It's, it's similar to 
um, the frenzy guy in that you're getting a bludgeon per turn. Um, so it's another engine for your tuskies for your bristlebacks. So uh, it's a three mana one. Um, so the nice thing is you can you get the battle cry. So let's say you get thorncaller and bristleback, right? You get the battle cry to do it this turn, and then you get the death rattle for the next turns. So it it gives you that engine to keep scaling. So um, we'll see play. Also, you know, being a battle cry, you know, people will pick it up just to. Uh, or complete the engines and stuff like that so uh good card yeah just like like not the super exciting card but no. just something that makes makes the machinery work right yeah. yeah um only issue is like late late game this might not be like super great just because you know you, you want other um value oh yeah well this is just something at least from what i can tell something you just play and be like oh nice i've got a blood gem now yeah. i can leave that like you can almost compare it to like the coin lady right now where you pick it up and then it can be on your board for a couple of turns and you're like all right enough of that let's get yeah, out of here yeah, like, yeah. i need board space let's put a real unit in yeah that, so that's... i think it's going to be very similar feeling like oh you know out with you you know i don't need you anymore. yeah I, I think that's very fair probably not a card you're going to be buffing with your blood gems you know like it's just going to be there to give you blood gems and then you throw it away you leave it in a ditch sometime later you know that kind of thing unfortunately but yeah <laughs> that's uh that's thorn collar i think it's going to be played it's going to be good if you can synergize with it immediately it gives you the blood jump immediately so you're not like losing a turn right like i think that that's the smart thing about this card right so let's say you have tusky and this this guy right if you buy them both right you're like ah oh, you know i have to wait a turn before i get the blood gem right it would feel really bad because you're like ah oh, okay so i can't get my tusky ability i can't get my bristleback ability this turn i have to wait until it dies and then you know sometimes it won't die you know yeah, for so, sure the battle cry uh, but the battle cry really gives you that safety net where you're like okay i get the ability this turn and then i can get it later on so i do think i'll see play i like the um i like the battle cry and death rattle for that safety net i think that that's very smart in the design aspect so uh, pretty cool next card we've got necrolite i believe it is a three mana three three choose a friendly minion it steals all blood gems from its neighbors wow so this is an interesting card it's like the reverse um do you know what card i'm talking about it's a uh it's a three three that eats your the neighbors and combines the stats you know what i'm talking about um you're not talking about the demon right the no? demon yes the demon it eats the neighbors. Oh, Void, uh, void Caller. Void no, caller. no, not Void Caller. No, not um, void caller. Um, it's, uh, it's like the Demon Hound thing. It's a 3 minute 3 3. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a, it's a void terror, 3 void 3. Terror. Void Terror, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of like the opposite version of that, where instead of eating your neighbors, you're just stealing their blood gems. You know, just give me all your blood gems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kind of thing. I think the fact that it's a friendly minion and not a friendly Quillbore's huge yeah. yeah it's it's the Hydra, like the yeah, right yeah. you you you're you're thinking how i'm thinking you give it you give a cleave minion all your blood gems and you're good to go so i think this isn't like um this is not a card you pick up on three on tavern three this is a card you pick up tavern five tavern you know tavern six and you're like oh i found a hydra i found a four reaper mm -mm -mm, 50 attack four reaper let's go you know that kind of thing right because you're stealing it from both of its neighbors right so it's not just um you know one buff right like you know sometimes yep. 
you'll, you'll just have like a 2020 and another 2020, right? Because you've been... So I, I guess it's got a very similar feeling, this card, to the Vulgin ability we described where you can just dump stats yeah. early and then we can recover them later on. So yeah. you can say, oh, I needed to make this huge, you know, this two drop we talked about, the... Um, or what's his face, Roadbore, that, you know, you could put some gems on it and then you could golden them and it's huge and it gives you two blood gems a turn. But then in the late game, you're like, I don't really use this anymore. Sure, two blood gems a turn is fine, but I've got other ways of getting them. Oh, I can recover all those stats onto this juicy event. Yeah, that's, that's really important, right? The, that this exists and stuff like that. You're able to just stack something with blood gems in the early game and then later on just be like, I don't need you anymore. I'm going to take your blood gems back. Let's put it on a cleave. Let's put on a divine shield minion. Let's put it on, you know, some other unit that can utilize it. So I think that's really important to give the, the cool boards like that transition into late game where you have like those two mana 2020s or something. And you're yeah. like, ah, it doesn't do anything anymore. I get a gem a turn. Let's just give yeah. it to a cleave. Let's just give it to a divine shield. And then go for something that. Something that comes to mind when I'm thinking about this card is like, how does that turn look like, right? Because you have two things you're about to make worthless. <laughs> you, have, you have one thing you're buffing. So board space wise, it's like, okay, I need to remove two things to allow for the Necrolite and for the thing I'm buffing. And then after I've kicked two things, <laughs> I'm about to kick another two things because they now have no more blood gems and I need to add some real units. So... That looks interesting where that's that's one of those turns where that's one of those hand lock turns where you just buy, you buy like not yet, not yet, hold, hold, next turn, it's boom, 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 chuk, 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 board just completely changes. So yeah, that, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe like one of those turns where you do that and then you go with your brand amalgadon or transition they're, stuff. They're introducing yeah. more Cadgar gameplay. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to that's gonna be a big turn, right? Yeah. When you when you use the Necrolite. Because yeah. you're uh your board space is quite quite a big thing. Yeah, you're right. You might have four dead cards by the by you know the turn you're using this, right? Because you need a space and a buff, and then two minions, and then your cell cell cell. So you you'll have three three empty board spaces essentially that you need to refill in the in a turn. So that is that is well true. technically you can keep one of them right or or both of them where you just say okay you guys are yeah i mean you can keep them things, but... but i don't really you know you're looking to replace them for like sure. imagine the late game right you're like a two four or a three five like that's doing nothing for you so yeah yeah that's that's popping a shield or protecting you, just buy, you just buy a bunch of like spores and you just put those in instead you're like all right that's <laughs> yeah. the, the first thing that comes to mind when I'm thinking about these turns is like, oh, this is what I do when I do my brand. Because I have this point when I'm doing well where I just say, I'm going to have a brand Amalgadon turn where I just at some point play, you know, play brand, play Parmelfin, go up a tier, look for Amalgadons, make some board space. Yeah. So this seems like the perfect thing to do on those turns where you're going to be shuffling the board around anyway. Yeah. So definitely a complicated hero. I mean, complicated minion. I think, um, it's important that it exists though to to give um transition to give a transitional window for yeah. uh the early game minions that you're buffing with the blood gems. So I, I, I think it's gonna be interesting. More complicated. You don't have to steal two minion blood gems, by the way. You can just steal one, right? Yeah. Like so it's not um there's a bit of uh flexibility in that in that aspect, right? So um 
and and there's just gonna you know that there's just gonna be these moments where somebody just stack blood gems early and then hits this and hydra in the same shop and be like yeah you're just like oh, that's me know, that's nine me. yeah that's like nine right gold there. nine gold ten gold you have this 20 damage hydra i'll be like yeah here he is yeah, that's that's, uh, that's me right there you'll be uh watch out <laughs> yep present yep. big hydra definitely me yeah all right uh next card we're talking about will be the dynamic duo it's a taunt card after a blood gem is played on another quill board gain plus one plus one so the interesting thing is i don't think that the one plus one plus one is from blood gem stats so i don't think like you can't i don't think you can take it from like a necrolite like let's say sure. you had this uh coming and then you play necrolite or you try to take it stats i don't think it works there right? it doesn't say like gain blood gem plus one plus one right? mm -hmm. so yeah. um it's more of just like a synergistic blood gem crowbar card it's a taunt minion four mana five six kind of uh similar to the demon five eight uh but it can gain stats so it has uh, more upside and that it has the potential of gaining stats and also you know blood gems on cobords is not that hard right like it's not that tough to get blood gems on quill boards so like especially if you have like the three five or the two five yeah. quill board uh you know you're getting plus two plus two a turn and things like that and so this could definitely sure. be one of your like scaling cards similar to molten rock for elementals where it just scales and uh, becomes a big threat uh later on uh, so i guess it's um it's one of those cards when you just hit tier four, you probably don't hate taking it. Where you're just like, oh, okay, it's a five six, right? And I can maybe like if you can turn it into a six seven immediately, right? Let's say you just played the round, one of your effects put a blood gem in your hand at the end of the round, and you open this. Let's say it's nine gold. You just went to tier four. You're like, ooh, that's a six seven taunt with upside. That's pretty cool, right? Um, because Siege Breaker on its own is actually a really excellent minion to take. The problem is that it's got no future. You take Siege Breaker, <laughs> no, you know, like three turns later, you have to kill a pirate. You're not really, you know, you're not, you're not in it to be like, wow, if I get a Gaddis, I can put plus two, plus two on this thing. It's amazing. Uh, but this one, you know, like mm, if I get this golden, if I get more, you know, like two of them on the board, they also have Taunt. I can maybe play a Champion of Yashiraj behind them. I've got Tusky, Pump and Tusky every turn anyway. This thing is getting a steady plus one plus one. So it feels like a fun card. Maybe not, you know, maybe I'm wrong about it. Maybe it does feel more oppressive. It feels like okay balance. Like it's just there and you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of fun. I'm getting stats for free, right? I'm just getting scaling. Um, it seems decently good. I think if you're playing Quillboards, this is another card you want to pick up. Uh, in, in in terms of like direction, right? What are the core Quillboard cards, right? I think this might make the cut in terms of like you have it, it buffs for free, you don't have to think about it, and you just have a big taunt. You know, have, having one big taunt is is valuable sometimes. To see if Murlocs are into it. Something that we can already maybe see where, you know, spores and poisonous minions in general might just be more of the counter. Uh, it's also just like off the top of my head now, but it seems like quill bores, a lot of them don't really get divine shield. So there's that one that we we've thought about um, 
but other than that it, it ha we haven't seen any yet right we'll see if there's more yeah shows, well, but... there's obviously you know like more more down here but you know like spores and poison yeah it, it reminds yeah. me of elementals right where elementals have the same function where they just get a bunch of stats and it's hard to get the divine shield ones um you know there's this wildfire and then there's the divine shield one that really two for once but this might be similar so far right we haven't seen a lot of divine shields there's only that one copy but everything else is getting a ton of stats um but yeah probably will be played we'll take a look at the next card bonkers bonkers i want to mention this card feels bonkers i mean i i, I had to make that joke <laughs> <laughs> when i read it it's it, it when fury after it attacks gain a blood gem so it's it's i'm it happy that there's a card called bonker for sure yeah. yeah so what 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 really uh, oh man i should have put the i should have put the golden version like in here too it's actually important to talk about the golden version as well i think the golden version is also pretty important but let me talk about the card it's a four mana four seven with the ability wind fury after this card attacks gains a blood gem so um theoretically you attack twice and every time and you get two blood gems per turn as long as you can live the first attack so uh, it's a four four seven four seven on you know when you usually get this is not that uh it's pretty tanky seven health turn like the turn you get this is okay and if you keep buffing it it's pretty reliable the the golden version is the one that really like uh, like i i'm scared of the golden version of this card so let's <laughs> talk about the golden version it's a four mana 814 right because it's it just adds the stats mega wind fury after this attacks gain two blood gems mega wind fury two blood gems are you seeing what i'm seeing chat it's it's eight blood gems a turn a turn if you can get it to survive it if you can just stack this thing with blood gems like just just put all your blood gems on there if you get a golden because like you're it's gonna pay back you're gonna get the value back if it survives right just like you get eight blood gems a turn if you can if you can keep this alive for four attacks so uh, scares scares me <laughs> the golden version scares me i'm gonna see some games where people are gonna have a 50 something attack bonkers getting eight blood gems per turn just murdering <laughs> my whole board and it's still alive and i'm just like why why is it like this you know like what what's going on you know it's just like i don't get it i'm scared of this card <laughs> At that point, though, I think poison dongs are most of the time in the game. So I don't know. Like Reno, baby, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Reno, sure. But I think if you're getting the tier four minion golden antidote pointer is huge. So it's already survived a couple of rounds. I think at that point, most of the time, you're just encountering poison. Dogs. Everyone does not have golden amalgadons, you know. I mean, yeah, but they're dead by then. That's there, fine. There, there's going to be some poor sucker. Me. I know it's me. It's always me. There's people that have poison dog and there's people that don't. That's there, I'm going to lose half my board and I'm going to see my opponent get eight blood jumps. I'm going to be like, why isn't that me? Why isn't that me? You know, I, I just already know. I'm going to see this. 
<sighs> but yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of this card. I think this card might see some changes. Uh, hopefully, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I'm scared of this one. You know, I've been scared of a couple ones already, but this one as well. I'm also going to kind of put some alert signs on this one. So, yeah, I, I don't know. What do you, what um, about you? You're not as scared. Really struggles against uh, taunt comp as well right if if that's still uh, very popular in the meta divine shield with arm you know this guy's yeah. gonna be like oh yeah we had a bonk 20 damage divine shield yep and you're done <laughs> so, yeah, you know this thing's gonna have 22 attack and it's gonna survive and gonna get in get another hit you know i see and and george as well right you just give it divine shield so uh, sure you know there, there are some heroes that can utilize this right yeah, yeah, are you playing um Alakir, right? You just put it in the front, you're good to go, right? So there's there's a lot of ways to pick it up. You can play Lich King, Divine Shield it, right? I mean, Reborn it, right? You get four. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm by no means saying it's a bad card, right? I'm yeah. just saying it, it does look a bit more vanilla vulnerable where it's just like, okay, stats, right? Just stats, but it seems like a lot of Divine Shield slash Poison things uh, are going to really mess with it. But yeah, if you, if you get, if you triple into this early, Oh man, that's fun, right? Um, like, no, fun. Fun's the wrong word. Like, you're, like, like look, look. This is, this is the situation, right? You're Zephyrus. It's seven gold. You have two two pairs. Or you have a pair. Seven gold. Four gold. Level to three. Three gold. Hero power. Whew, a bonker. Seven gold. Then yeah, I mean, you're just off, right? This guy's gonna scale like I'm, that. I, I'm scared. All right, so, so you know, I think if you triple into it early, sure. But I think if you like naturally pick them up later, a little less oppressive than it might seem. Yeah, but I mean, it's always those early triples that are the oppressive, right? That early triple, whatever, right? That's that's where the oppression lies, and that's where people really abuse things, right? So you know, I you know, high level players are just gonna do that, and uh, I got to deal with it. You know, that's that's my problem. <laughs> They have a monster. Okay, never mind. So yeah, I I don't know. This one scares me. Um, but it it seems like a fun card. I do admit that a lot of these cards seem fun. You know, so that's nice, right? Like, you know, For a lot now. of these cards, I I I want to play them. I want to see how they go. You know, so that that's always nice to see when it's you know fun minions are always cool because you see them every game right so you're like oh this is really nice this is really cool right like you know when you hit two hoggers right shitty's like <laughs> you know the the fun yeah. value goes off you know so i i like seeing more cards that give you that feeling so uh definitely gonna be a little bit uh, interesting to see how bonkers feels in the games but let's move on to our next minion we've got the ground shaker it's a four mana two four cool board after a blood jump is played on this minion give your minions plus two attack for this for the next combat only so i don't know it's not it's not bonkers <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bonker yeah i mean nothing's gonna be the same after we reviewed bonker right uh, once you go bonker, you never go back. Yeah, but um, this one's interesting because it buffs all your minions plus two attack. It's only yeah. for the next combat, but uh, it is it is reasonable, right? You put a blood gem on it, and now you know all your minions are a little bit stronger. Um, so it might be something you want to put one blood gem on early to have like that stat line. So, but I don't know. Well, there's also I, nothing that's specifies here that you're limited to two attack right 
no, so no, I guess no. You can, you can, you can, uh, you can stack it if you want to do. Yeah, it. this might be one of those late game things where you somehow get a golden version of this, and you're just like, pump, 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 pump. <laughs> you're just huge damage. Another thing, uh, I, does it? Is it like Deathwing? If it's like Deathwing, that's that's a lot crazier, right? Like where it affects Death Rattle minions, right? Then, then we're talking, you know. Then, then I'm scared of this. <laughs> <laughs> right if it, if it has that like deathwing aura where it's it's like yeah yeah, no, I get what you mean, yeah. then 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 we're talking right then there's a little bit more cheese value where you're just like okay i'll just play like beast and then play the one copy of this put all my blood gems on it my beasts are summoning you know like 20 20 attack you know rat packs and i'm just like yeah okay you know i'll just win that way um but if 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 that is the case then i'm scared if that's not the case then i think this is like a you know an okay um yeah early mid game attacks that it wouldn't affect the yeah i hope so i don't want to see that i i just yeah. want like they're gonna nerf that if that's the case because you can cheese games with that what i can tell right now this this doesn't like it might be super wrong on it but right now it doesn't feel game breaking it's just yeah, one of those I things agree. where it's gonna be a meme at some point where someone has a goal and one and they just pump plus 20 attack on their entire board yeah um maybe i mean and it's also not quote wars right so you can have like a full board of divine shield minions and just put that in there and then see if it works right like uh this could be used as like a last ditch effort type card that's that's what i'm thinking like sometimes you'll have like four or five blood gems that you generated and then you'll just like buy one of these put a button punch of blood gems on it with your, all your divine shield minions see if you can get a get a win from there but uh, other than that i'm not like too impressed but if it if it's aura then i'm scared but i don't think it will be so yeah next got got any any final thoughts on this card no 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 just looking at the next card already okay next card we've got bristleback knight it's wind fury it's divine shield it's life steal it's taunt no, i'm kidding it's, <laughs> it's, <Zilliax. laughs> it's wind fury divine shield with frenzy gain another divine shield so it's a five mana it's our first five mana card i believe um but and it's one of those scroll words with divine shield that gets another divine shield so it's got that uh deflectobot uh essence in it right where it's a divine shield minion that can regain divine shield right there's not a lot of those deflector is really the only one so this is uh it reminds me of tusky right it's a, it's a different tusky where it's a you know it's deflecto tusk or something maybe deflecto <laughs> i choose you yeah right. where the, yeah. the first thing i think of when i see this card i'm just like that's the targets for my blood gem transfusion, right? This is the one that I'm pumping, right? Just imagine without much health, right? If once again poison, right? Like, by the way, I think the first few days while everyone's having fun with bristlebacks and shit, I'm just gonna play poison scam and just get top two every I'm, game. I'm, gonna, everyone's I'm like, gonna be playing a tusky yeah. boys, the tusky yeah. boys. You know, that's me. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's something I want to experiment with. So anyone who wants to just crash the fun, right? Just you know, yeah, have your big quill bars. I'm just gonna play poison. So but yeah, th this does look like it's gonna be really nasty when uh, you get to pump it somehow, right? You get to put a lot of stats on it. Yeah. So looks like a very 
it's one of those minions where like, oh, I get to attack and four of my minions are dead. Okay, that's fun, right? Like when whenever you're you're fighting, I don't know, a Jandis or something and have a Golden Whirly, the Wind Fury Elemental, and it's just chonk, 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 chonk. All right, four of my things are dead. <laughs> uh, this feels like something that can happen when you get a golden version of this to just yeah. destroy everything. Yeah, so definitely this is one of the... Um, key targets for blood gems key targets for necrolite pumping um just making sure that you have some type of divine shield uh minion that can really uh win you the late game right and it, it's better than a lot of the divine shield minions since it gets it back right it gets to, it gets two divine shields so deflecto-esque right so definitely a yeah. really good and card um the frenzy is once per turn right yeah, like Max, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like gonna keep yeah, going, that'd going, be, going. That'd be so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, no, again. I, but still, I, I, you know, like, I'd be crying. Getting the guaranteed reset, well, semi-guaranteed reset is yeah, still very good. Yeah. This also looks to be one of like your best targets if you're playing Menagerie for Quill Boars, right? Like that one, and maybe Tusky. Tusky's hard um, because you don't get blood gems if you're playing Menagerie, right? You have to run to two quill boards so you have to spend three or two gold every turn buying some type of quill board generation right but this one doesn't have that drawback so if you're playing menageries right this is one of the key targets where you're playing light fang this is one of the key targets this is a good card just regardless like even if you're like you level you triple and you get this like yeah you're 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 not too sad i mean you'd rather have a light fang or or something but like in terms of like uh just a good stat card early this is pretty good stats and and getting the divine shield is also pretty valuable so uh seems to be a powerful target powerful card yeah this is uh or let's say you're pulling an early five and instead of a brand you pull this thing and like oh i guess i'm just gonna destroy people for a while <laughs> i'm not gonna i guess i will just destroy them right so um, yeah, your Rafam, your Maev, your Jandis, who are pulling sometimes multiple five drops on turn eight. This is one of the things that's going to pop out sometimes. And your entire board of regular dudes is going to donk, 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 donk. So that, that's something to look forward to as well. Uh, look forward to that's that's yeah, that's not what I'm looking forward to. That's one way of saying it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, man. All right, our next card is Ad, Ad, Agam, Agam Thorn's Curse. Is that is that right? This one's being butchered. But Agam Thorn Curse, I think. Agam Thorn Curse. All right. It's a five mana, three, six with the ability after a blood gem is played on this minion, give a friendly minion of each minion type plus one plus one. So it's Light Fank. It's Light Curse. Light Curse. It's wait, Thorn Curse, Thorn Fang, <laughs> Thorn Fang. Let's go with Thorn Fang. I like sure. Thorn Fang. Yeah, it's it's cool the Cole Fang. Uh, yeah, Cole Fang probably makes more. It's a Cole Fang. Yeah. yeah. So it's the uh, it's the Light Fang. It's the Cole Boar version of Light Fang, essentially, where you're playing Blood Gems on this minion, and it's buffing all the other friendly minion types. Um, I assume. You play a blood gem on this, and if this is the only cobor, it also gets the plus one as well. That's what I'm gonna assume, right? Like that—that that would make sense to me. Give a friendly minion of each minion type. It doesn't specify give another friendly yeah. or yeah. Like that's that, what right? I'm saying. So so I would say that this can be your cobor, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Um, if you have this card, a Quobar generation or something, and then a bunch of, you know, menagerie stuff, then you could make your own Light Fang S combination. So I, I think I, this is, yeah. I, I do think this one is going to be hard to use. Like, uh, like full menagerie. I think what's likely is you'll have this in a generation and then you'll have like three 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 types or something like that or yeah it's, i rarely play full full menagerie anyway these days i do i i run you know six types and six i, types I, and yeah, and I can't do anything <laughs> no compromising here right? yeah like that's that's me so i mean i i that that issue is that i i i struggle to see how you're gonna get this and Cool board generation. I mean, blood gem generation and a full board of other types. Like that's that's my issue with it. It, it seems difficult, what, but what I immediately think of with this card is where you'd have a mid game where you generate it. Like you have one of those boards where you said, "Oh, you know, I had a bonker and I had you know, let's say one or two other cards that were capable of generating, and I have like four or five shards in my hand. Then I open this thing and I just go." Like, Tempo, right? Because all you need is two other types. And then every blood gem you have reads gift plus three plus three, right? So that, that's already pretty. And so I, I think this card's value increases a lot on those situations where you have a couple gems ready to go and you're not like, oh, I'm buying it now and then I'm getting my gems next turn. It's not like, right. oh, we're ready to go. It's immediate pump, right? It's immediate plus four plus four on three things. Which is still, you know, that's still gold and white fang on three things, man. Right? That's still pretty good. Yeah, if you are um, saving your blood gems, right, and you're uh, you're the type of player that wants to make sure each blood gem counts, then this this can probably be one of uh, one of a one of the good targets to get that payoff in, in terms of value. So, I do agree yeah, with that. I don't know how good it's going to be in terms of like general value, right? It's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard for me to analyze and see, oh, this is going to be great. I'm like, I'm not particularly scared of this one, you know, off the top of my head. It doesn't give me any fear vibes. So it's uh, going to require a specific boards for me yeah, as well. Yeah. So, um, it's an interesting card. Could be good. Could be, um, could be not what you want to put your your blood gems on right if you're committing to a full quote board board right then this doesn't really help that well right it's just a plus one plus one if you don't know no. i think it's yeah. definitely like the specific case where you had an okay start let's say with two quill board or so and then you picked up a bronze i think that's usually how menagerie goes anyway you pick up a bronze warden yeah. and you're like oh this is kind of nice and then you pick up the Elemental divine shield, divine shield yeah. elemental or, or, or a module right yeah and then you're just like oh how cool like i have something now that i if i hit light fang or brand and it kind of just organically comes to be i think this card is the same way where you have some quill bores that are taking care of the blood gems and then you just add a good units because that's what you do you just buy good units you have an egg with divine shield and you have a um a dragon with divine shield and then this guy comes along and you're like oh sure why not let's just Let's turn one. Let's turn plus one plus one of the blood gem into plus three plus three. Very fair. Yeah. So you know, it it has specific edge cases, but it's not a card that you're going to be playing every game or at every situation. You have to find the right 
board state the right uh position of blood gems in your hand and things like that to make the payoff worth it but could could have value in the right situation so i i would look i would keep it in your mind when you're uh playing and seeing your board state and saying oh can i does life fang work here oh maybe this one will be my replacement for a turn or something but yeah um next card we're talking about is agamagan shady please can you help me <laughs> Agamagan? Agamagan? I don't know. Let me let me have a I need the the, the print is so small, right? Uh Agamagan would be my guess. Agamagan. Amagana Amagadon. Amagadon. Yeah, we'll call the Don. Sure. Amagadon. Agamadon. Uh the Great Boar. Your blood gems give an extra plus one plus one. So basically you get double value in blood jumps pretty uh pretty simple ability but still powerful if you know if you if you're running a full cobor um uh archetype right then you're getting double value as soon as you put this in if you get two of them you're getting triple value so definitely if you have a lot of good blood gem generation this is very easy to just uh, be what makes you scale out of control right your double value triple value super easy um to just just go 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 popping off yeah so i think it's a good card it's very simple but very powerful so you're gonna see it if you're running a quill board deck it's a beast actually it's not a quill board hmm. yep. i just i just noticed that now does that change things uh... not necessarily i think there, there are some um, that that kind of buffs the um, the previous card we talked about, right? It gives you some synergy in there. That that is something to keep in mind. If you get those two together, uh, yeah. that's that's. I think that's again one of those things where you're playing Maeva Rafam and you get the double five dropping like noise, where you get those two together right, with something that gives blood chance. Um, it does feel like one of those cards that. You don't necessarily open it on tier five and you're like, oh, the nuts, right? But it's one of those early triples. If you have any type of blood gem generation, sure. Plus two, plus two a turn seems really good. Yeah. Or one of those cases where you already have a really good setup to generate blood gems and you've just ended the combat and you have four or five left. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Let's pick it up and let's double the value of these babies. Yeah. The... Um... Um, it not being a cobor, it loses synergy with profit of the boar. Where you, if you play a blood uh boar, you get a blood gem, so you don't have that value. It also loses synergy on banner boar, where you can play a blood gem and adjacent cobor. So, those are the only two cards we've talked about so far where it loses synergy by not being a cobor, but it still pays for itself. Just getting double value on your blood gems is too powerful to deny, even if you don't get you don't you can't synergize by playing the board even the synergy that you're missing out on isn't that important so i, I still think that it not being a core isn't a big big deal so um i i i think this will see a lot of play if you're playing a full core comp and it's it's gonna be good yep there's some questions that arise where people say oh if it's a beast is it gonna be in when quill blows a band and stuff oh yeah back, that's true back when megastar was a thing megastar was completely tied to murlocs even though megastar was oh beast, yeah, so yeah. I would expect I, this to behave exactly the same way. Yeah, yeah. It would be so weird if um, it was gone, if beasts were gone. So I think if 
I think this is going to be in every game, like regardless of whether yeah, it be certain or not. It's always going to be in until the point where they start rotating Quilbors out, which will yeah. be a future patch. Yeah, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, our next topic is Charga. 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 Charga, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a six. It's a tavern tier six. So these are the big boys. These are the cards that sometimes you can build your whole deck around. Uh, usually the six drops hopefully tend to have that ability right like you don't want more like you know kangers where sometimes you pick a kanger and you're just like uh it doesn't do anything i have no mechs but at the end of your turn play a blood gem on all friendly minions it's a seven seven six mana seven seven at the end of your turn play a blood gem on all friendly minions including itself so it's a six mana eight eight this is pretty nuts and it's always good actually you there's no the immediate vibe was Eliza, where it's like, oh, you know, I'll just play it and my board gets buffed. No matter yeah, what. No, Eliza, no... Obviously, yeah. yeah. Eliza can go a little crazy, right? You have this Caliwag or something, you get the huge buff. So not quite like Eliza insane when you just pull it early. But if you have some synergy, right? You got your Tusky that needs to be fed. You got your Bristle Bag or your Brute or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, this, this is, you know, this is totally like fine if you have no synergy whatsoever and it becomes nutty when you have synergy this is my new light fang okay i'm getting this every game <laughs> <For upgrading. laughs> but yeah this is pretty crazy because um it it's it's a card that doesn't need flexibility imagine this is your cobor for menagerie dude oh my god <laughs> like, yes oh man that'd be fun but yeah, uh, definitely a card that's going to see play just because its its ability is so uh, flexible and that there's no it's not on all friendly quill boards and things like that, right? That's that's something that um, uh, Kelly Ghost had, right? But the the one issue is that um, it's it's more of a set it and forget it type card where you can't like abuse it and like keep replaying it or getting multiple procs of it per turn right you have to play it and then you're like okay i've got my engine or one of my engines i need another engine that i can use my gold on so um it's a good card definitely definitely um makes your board strong for free it, it triggers at the end of the turn so you don't have to wait uh to get the ability you you get the ability as soon as you get it and um you know it 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 scales you know if you it synergizes with the card um with the uh, magnum Agamadon or something. Agam yeah, so you could have a ground shaker on your board where you now your entire board gets plus two attack every turn as well. Oh yeah. On top of that, which has definitely a bit more that Eliza vibe. Uh the pig, the boar we talked about as well, as you mentioned, that's gonna be good with it. And then just dynamic duos, probably gonna proc like crazy, I guess. Right, yeah. Yeah. They would, you know, like the other six would just like ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it might not work like that, but I assume it does. I assume it would. So yeah, there's a couple of things where if you have the synergy for it, it's going to be nutty. If you don't have the synergy, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's fine. so good. Yeah, I would love, I'd love a card that gives yeah. me plus one, plus one, and all my minions every turn for no drawback. I mean, I'd love that. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, interesting to see how uh how these cards are gonna fare and if there's gonna be some nerfs coming out soon or not so. yeah so cool. um i believe this is 
our next card is our last card here. Uh, Captain Flat Tusk. Uh, it's a six mana nine six Quillbore. After you spend three gold, gain a blood gem. So every turn, you know, past turn seven, you're getting three blood gems pretty much or more, right? Because you can sell and buy and i'm pretty sure the um the blood it doesn't like reset back to three every turn right so you can have one gold left and then you know you buy you buy a minion and then you you use all 10 gold and then bam you've got um four blood gems you know every every three turns you'll get four right so it's like three three four essentially right three three yeah the the only thing i can think of when i see this is hogger i'm just like i'm already planning <laughs> So I'm playing Hogger, and I'm getting a bunch of free stats. But then the funny thing is that probably if I have this and I get up to a point where I'm fully infinite, I'll probably throw it away because it's not worth my time to play the fucking plus one plus one. <laughs> so I can see myself like, yeah, you buffed my board. Now get out of here. I don't have time for animations. Just like, <laughs> keep APMing. Yeah, but, if, if this works with Hogger like crazy, where... For sure, yeah. I, I, I could, I could see it help the hogger off the ground pretty much, right? Where you get, you know, when you're not really full crazy yet, you just have two regular hoggers, but you tripled into this, you're still just buying every pirate, right? So you're still spending money like crazy the whole time. Yeah. What scares me is that the APM becomes like twice as hard because you're, it's a spell that goes in your hand, right? So you're buying yeah. spell, buying, playing spell, buying spell, play spell, buy buy spell, play spell. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you're just like, ah, you know, you're just going for crazy. Sure. That's why I think I'm, I'm selling this card once I'm full infinite because I don't have time for it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So but it's, good, it's good to help the hogger combo going, right? When you're not full infinite, where you still have some time left in your turns. Yeah, it sounds like pain, but it's free three blood gems every turn. Um, sometimes more, right? I would say probably four every turn, right? Because you're going to sell minions. So let's yeah, just yeah. say you get four blood gems every turn. That's pretty good. Um, the instinct is underwhelming, but I'm not sure. Like, well, maybe I'm just comparing it to the other one, right? The it's one a flat four blood gems every turn, right? So, um, that you can place on whatever, right? You can place on your cleaves, and there's no, there's no like, um, you don't, you can, you can target whatever, and it gives you a bit of flexibility. Um, sure. I'm not sure if you know which of the two is going to be better, right? Like, Know, maybe you just want plus one plus one on all your minions instead right because that's you know that's seven seven in value this is like four four in value but it's flexible so um there might be an argument which one if you have to choose between the two which one do you take but um they they seem playable right like it's not like oh um i won't play this right uh if you get it and the other I mean, the other options aren't that good you'll still base pick it stats, up the base stats are good enough right that you're not like Ugh, four four little rag uh, there's no way i can do anything with this yeah so and and it's 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 a it's a very flexible um activation cost right you just have to spend gold right it's not like you have to buy uh quill bores or anything like that right you could just have this and then not not do anything about cobors at all right <laughs> like just yeah. ignore the cobor tag and then just do whatever it's a nice want. passive thing for yeah. sure it's a nice passive thing and you know it being a quillbore could be okay where it helps adapt your amalgadons etc so. yeah so, so. Uh, i think it's playable 
I don't think it'll, I don't think it won't be used. So um, it's gonna be super fun with hoggers, like that's for sure. Like, yeah, when you have two hoggers and you triple into this, which is very reasonable because with hoggers you just buy a bunch of the same pirates anyway, so you get triples. And there's a lot of cards that you can't really take where you're like, yeah, this doesn't matter. So. Yeah, so that's gonna be um, the final minion here. Um, so we've kind of talked about the patch. We've talked about the things. Anything sticks out to you, right? So now that we've talked about everything, uh, does any uh, hero stick out to you? Does any minion stick out to you? Anything you want to try? Anything you're excited for um, from this huge patch that we have here? Are you excited for the MMR reset? You know that all that. Stuff? Yeah, I mean all of it, really. Um, Woo! What a boring uh, answer. I need more specifics. <laughs> Yeah, but I was gonna get started on my list, Colin. Uh, so, so starting with the meta implications, I I want to see how it fares versus poison and taunt comp because right now I just see a lot of stats with not that much divine shield. So it could really find its weakness and just like mm, you have really high damage divine shields or you have poisons. In terms of the heroes, Vulgin seems the one that's at least going to be the most fun. You know, if not like the strongest or weakest or whatnot, at least the most fun, because you're gonna have those really fancy turns, right? Where you can swap a battle master, etc. Cards, um, early road bore with Tusky feels like it's gonna be a bit of a problem, right? Um, if you get that combination early, it's just gonna get you a ton of tempo for free. Any really of the good combos early are gonna feel oppressive, from what I can tell right now. You get a banner boar and a bristleback early. You get a tusky and you get a road boar early. You get anything honestly that generates gems and a bristleback uh, early. It's it's going to be pain if you are the unfortunate soul that queues up into that you know comp when they just hit it. And then, other than that, you know have a good time, make some huge bristleback knights you know get a golden bonker on you know nine gold and all that stuff so like i don't know how but we're gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe tripling the fours is gonna be okay then right like you've got bonker you've got yeah maybe not <laughs> dynamic duo and bonker it's it's worth a shot i guess yeah it's so what about you cons what is what's the main things you look for all right, so what's scaring me is the cards that i'm scared of that's tusky that's Bristleback, and that's Bonkers. Those are the three that scare me. The heroes, none of them really scare me. You don't see, I mean, you'll see the heroes, but you're not playing the heroes every single time. So, you know, we'll kind of get an adjustment on that. Vol'jin could be really strong. The Blood One, the Blood One doesn't necessarily, it feels okay. Um, there's a lot of good synergies, right? You get that Bristleback trigger immediately. You get that Tusky trigger immediately, right? That's a little bit scary. You know what I think? I think um, this archetype is going to be very, very strong early and then might yeah. start struggling in the in the mid to late game, right? You can okay. really, like, you can clearly see the power early. You can clearly yeah. see Tusky bristleback is gonna blow people out early but once you start getting into late game right getting plus one plus one per turn on all your minions yeah that's not like that's not that crazy of a of a late game um play right getting plus four plus four four blood knights um a turn that's not that crazy of a late game play right it does have good synergies with bristlebacks with the divine show with the 
throughout the night, right? But I can definitely see them starting to struggle against Murlocs. If a, a full fleshed out Murloc comp, I can see them struggling against Nadina dragons. I can see them struggling with elementals at times, you know, like there's no poison in, in Quillbores, right? So, I mean, there's no poison in everything to be fair, right? Like, like there's, there's nothing, there's no poison Magadab. anywhere, Magadab. Uh, except for Magadab. Uh But I can see them struggling with like a gigantic molten rock, right? Like too early, right? Your frenzies aren't triggering and things like that. It could be, it could be a hassle. So, but the early game, the early game is really, really looks good. And that could be like all you need really right if you can get a really good early game that allows you to level and just get like your early six drop quill bore right like that could be enough to like just bridge the gap into being stronger than your peers right if you're getting plus four plus four for free if you get divine shield value for free right early if you just have a tusky bristleback um banner banner bore right like you don't have to touch those anymore. Like, no, you're, you're super strong. Yeah, you're super strong, right? And you just level, and you're just like you get an early uh, tier six crowbar, even the tier five crowbar with the wind fury, divine shield, right? You're you're pretty good, and that could be enough to like guarantee a top four placement just from that. You're gonna be a bit more of the yeah. aggressor in the lobby, right? Yeah, you're gonna be and, the bully. Yeah. It's like when pirates came out and people were playing a ton of like double rips now mid game. Yeah, it's gonna have a yeah, very yeah. same vibe to that, yeah. where you're the guy with the two rips now, so you're the guy that's just like, well, this is the check. If you don't have a good comp, you're taking more than twenty here. Yeah, you so. can't just have some tier one pairs still on your board and still be fishing for triples against those comps for sure. So next week. Next week's going to be really interesting because we're going to be, we're actually going to have played with the set a little bit, right? And we would have just put a couple, you know, a couple of days. So we're going to be, there's going to be a lot of ideas fresh in our minds. So, you know, definitely check out next week's, uh, next week's podcast is going to be really interesting, but that is going to do it for us today. Kind of a long one to be expected. This is uh the biggest uh update we've had since we started this um this podcast so uh you know put a lot of time three times the topics you know that's a lot of that's three times the effort it's actually more because i messed up but you know it, it's pretty much the same but i do thank you guys for sticking around uh listening and a lot of good insights there from shady and myself you can definitely give us some feedback at hsbg podcast at gmail uh, you can find us on a lot of the podcast directories and, um, you know, we have a good time talking about the game. A lot of interesting things going on. We've got a tournament on Sunday, I believe. So uh, if you guys are interested in good tournament gameplay, go watch that on the Golden's channel. And we'll see you guys next week. Got anything to take us off here, Shady? Just uh, excited to do this podcast, but even more excited for the next one where we've actually played with the cards. You can say, yep, remember all those things we said? Well, none of them are true. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior is a random card we barely talked about. So yeah, it'll be fun, right? You want to you wanna make some predictions. You want to let the people kick W and it's like, remember when he rated this one star? Kick w. So yeah, it'll be fun. Just looking forward to it. Sounds good. We'll see you guys later. Take care and have a nice day.